0: All right, so bonus round. Let's talk about building a fan base. Now you you've developed a really great fan base, I think, with Eldra Games over the last, you know, handful of years and kind of actually more than that, it's since 2010, I guess, so, you know, eight, nine years now going. And to the point where you've got raving fans, you have people that really can cannot wait until the next uh, Eldra game comes out. They're, they're, you know, standing there waiting with their money in hand uh, to kind of throw at you whenever the next game goes to Kickstarter. And so let's talk about how you've built that fan base up and what someone maybe who's just starting out right now can do to kind of get on that level.
1: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure that, uh, um, that, that, that it can necessarily be replicated um, in, in, a, in a way, because back when we started uh, Catacombs it, it, and released it, it was easier to make a splash in the industry with an innovative product. Right. The number of releases per year was, was much more restrained. In the environment that we have now, there's just so much stuff coming out all the time. And this is a problem for the industry, by the way. There's too many releases there's too many publishers and there's too many releases and retailers are overwhelmed and they're getting to the point where they can't keep up with it all. Um, so that's a broader industry challenge. Um, but the way that I've done it is to have an attitude where I don't take people's money for granted. Uh, I know they work hard for their money and we appreciate their support and I don't consider myself as having all of the answers. I, I don't have a not invented here mentality. If someone has an interesting, compelling idea, and it's one that we can feasibly implement, I'm very interested. I'm very interested in attempting to, uh, to, 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 to pursue it. And the fact that people recognize that we're open to their feedback, and we have a very sort of open border, if you like, for the company, Um, you know, people can send us suggestions and like to think we're listening. You know, I I think uh, they they reciprocate with their support because they can see that um, if they're really enjoying the game, they have an opportunity to help us make it better. And we've had a lot of manufacturing challenges. So people say, well, how is it you keep changing stuff all the time? Well, I'm not changing it for the good of my health. I can assure you that. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the cha- We've got a lot of challenges in finding the right printing partner to execute these, uh, th- these products properly. So, for example, the last printing, I'm not going to name names, but it was the team that did Gloomhaven. So credible credible uh, title. Isaac's done well with it. Um, you know, I spoke to Isaac. I spoke to other uh, industry colleagues. And, and uh, you know, it was, this seemed like a, 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 good, a good possibility to use that same production team. And frankly, they made a mess of it. Hmm. And so it's uh, it, so now, of course, when you're setting it up again, you've got to go to a different uh, factory and, and go through that whole painstaking process. You might as well make improvements. You might as well take the, that opportunity to in, incorporate the feedback that the community has shared. Because one of the challenges that we faced is, is that we've never reprinted catacombs with the same printer yet. Wow. It's been that difficult to do it. Yeah. Like I'm about six printers in. I mean, it's almost surreal. Like I don't think there's too many other publishers that have been going as long as we have now that have had this problem. Um, and so, uh, the, to, to, to come back to um, you know the, uh, the, the the spirit of the question, uh, how do how do you how do you build it up? Uh, how do you build up that fan base? Well, you have to listen to them, and then you have to hope on the other side that you've got your you know your your, your printing partner supporting you and being able to execute the job properly. Now, that's not necessarily going to be a challenge for. For most people, because they're not necessarily going to be attempting to produce the kind of challenging titles that, that we are, um, but it is a factor in every project. And um, so, anyway, that's uh, that would that would uh, that's what I would like to think is is the core of it, is the fact that we're willing to listen. And there may be people that, that disagree. Like so, for example, they might say, well you changed from the more darker style of artwork that was used in first and second edition to, to the more cartoony type style that was used or the less serious, if you like, style of artwork that was used in third edition. But that was a personal choice on my part. And I just felt that it was going to get the product into the hands of more people and, and be more appealing to um, a wider audience. So this that was a, a case where I disagreed with with some of the uh, our, our initial supporters. I and I, I think it was the right call and a lot of, I'd like to think a lot of those uh, early supporters of first and second edition have got on board now with third edition. But that was a difficult transition to manage uh, as well. I mean at one point we had about four different threads of arguments raging on on BGG about that uh, exact concern. The fact that the the art had changed and that the backers felt that we'd abandoned them. And I certainly don't wake up every day wanting to upset people, you know, quite the contrary. So, um, you know, you, there, there is the potential when you're building these fan bases to have a, a, a schism based on the, dis, the decisions that you make. But you have to live with that decision and encourage people to um, to, to, to at least see your side of it and to be open minded about the, the, the various factors that, that prompted the decision to be made. So, all of these things um, managing um, the, uh, the, the dissenters, if you like, to a potentially unpopular decision, but conversely, listening to su- suggestions that um, e- expressed in such a way that they could feasibly make the product better there's this kind of cycle to that, um, to, to, to this, uh, to this process, because the bottom line is, is you're not going to please everybody. You know, every every decision that you make, it's just not, just not possible to, 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 to please everyone. Everyone has their own uh, matrix of preferences and expectations. And it's simply not um, realistic to assume that you can, that you can uh, uh, please everyone but ultimately we're hoping that our open lines of communication open to suggestions yields a better yields a better product and that's what we want That's what we do this for we're doing this for our catacombs fans we want them to enjoy the game and we want them to to grow along with us in their enjoyment of it
0: yeah, definitely. Those are some really, really good points. And I, for one, I think making the uh, the change in art was a great decision. I think it definitely opened up the the possibility to get in more shelves and more more tables and more people's hands around uh, the world. And so I'm, I'm really glad you did it. But like you say, it, no matter what decision you make there's always going to be people that disagree. And so you just kind of have to manage that tension for, you know, the people that are, that are in your fan base. But Aaron, again, really appreciate your time. Appreciate you coming on the show and uh, good luck with that fan base. Good luck as you continue to grow and and mold that uh, wonderful group of people that continue to want to play your games and good luck with everything else you got going on right now.
1: Well, thank you again, uh, Gabe. Really, really appreciate uh, you having me on the show.